Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike, navigating topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. Thanks for joining. Hello, hello, Narrow Way to Broadway. This is Emma and I am here we are recording the day after Thanksgiving. I am with Daniel Gaiman, and we have both established that we are stuffed with food. So we are like overflowing. We are sitting in abundance this morning. Um, but hey, Daniel. What's up, Emma? Hey, everybody. How are you guys? Yay. Uh, well, we're so excited to have you. So Daniel is a connection from a mutual friend that we have, um, and we are just so pumped to have him here. Daniel has a stacked resume with some of our favorites, <laughs> Lion King, Cats, Hamilton. Um, but Daniel, okay, I want to start. So most of your experience in musical theaters kind of stems from a heavy dance background. So I would love to know yes. how you got started and kind of what that transition looked like for you. Wow. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so I started when I was around eight or nine years old. Um, my, uh, I was staying at I was staying. I was in the after school program at my elementary school and I hated homework. I loathed it and I needed some extracurricular activity. Thankfully, they were starting to do those activities at school and they were starting to open up um, some some new uh, endeavors and one of them was dance. And so I really shrugged my shoulders at it. I really didn't think too much of it in the decision. And um, my I guess my past studio dance teacher now, she was the one that came to the elementary school and taught a, a couple of classes. And I just kept taking those. I think it was like every Thursday and I kept taking those and it led up to a Christmas performance. And she brought a friend um, who eventually became my sponsor um, and helping me pay for a lot of, you know, competitions and, and classes and such, cause it's very expensive. And, uh, but uh, during that Christmas Christmas performance, uh, her and her friend, you know, thought, you know, wow, he's got some potential. And they uh, brought me and my parents over to her house and showed me some videos and talked to me about the the dance studio. And once again, I really shrugged my shoulders at it. I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm having fun. It's another life besides school. And, um, and so I, once again, I shrugged my shoulders at it and then took off from there. And I transitioned to this, to this dance studio. And I was there until I graduated. Um, and it became a big, a big, huge part of my life and um, just became overjoyed more and more with it and grew into it. That's so cool. I love that. And you nice. went to, didn't you go to USC for a year? Game Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Go Cox. My brother went there. Uh, oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Love it. Yeah, I went to USC. Uh, I had a full ride um, to USC, thankfully, um, mm -hmm. but I knew in a, in a, in a weird way, in an unfortunate way, because I was there for a ride and I felt like, not saying I was being ungrateful for it, mm -hmm. but I knew in a way that I didn't need a degree to do what I wanted to do. Of course, I would love a degree if I wanted to teach yeah. at a school or a college or something like that, right. but I knew that was not my path. Yeah. And so um, I, from there, I left and then I, um, I did this tour overseas and yeah. just jumped right into this <laughs> this job um wow. and so that was a pretty big leap but yeah. i'm thankful to my family and god for providing that um confidence and um sense of i'm walking on this new road and thank you for you know the support love it um, yeah. that's so good okay so 
In 26, I think it was 2016, you made your yeah. debut, Broadway debut, Cats. Mm -hmm. And I yep. found this article that was written about you. It was from The State, which is a South Carolina online publisher. Um, mm. And it was like, Columbia native makes his Broadway debut in Cats. And I was like, oh, I got to read this. Um, oh. So in the article, you said, um, I always feel like God doesn't give you more than you can handle. And I just thought that was, mm. I didn't think that was funny, but I did kind of think it was funny because Cats is such a, a great test to see if you can handle <laughs> dancing on Broadway, considering you went from like, like just straight like company dancing and uh -huh. like to not only doing pretty much every genre dance ever in that show, but also singing and acting and playing a character. So uh, I wanted yeah. to know four years later, you know, after doing Cats and doing The Lion King and Hamilton, <sighs> and now you're working on a new web series project, would you still say that God doesn't give you more than you can handle? Um, you know, and even, you know, it's funny because every time I hear that and I, and I like maybe some people have even read me that quote as well. I've mm -hmm. heard some sermons that, the pastors are like, no, God will give you more. <laughs> we'll give you more than you can handle yeah. just so that you can depend on him. Mm. You know, if you can't do it all by yourself. And yeah. I, I, I think there's a, I don't even know if there's a two way street to that, um, that phrase, mm -hmm. but I, I haven't, mm, let's see with the things I have now. Yes. I will say mm -hmm. that. I will say that, you know, um, he hasn't given me much more than I can handle. I feel like with him, I could do all things, obviously. Right. Um, but with my future endeavors, um, it seems like a bigger, bigger task. And mm -hmm. um, I can't do all of those future things by myself. And I definitely um, need him. And I do need, I absolutely have needed him with these past projects. Absolutely. Yeah, um, totally. But it's a, it's a funny thing. The, the, I, I, it's, I, I guess it's kind of a two way street. I can't really give a straight answer to that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, no, with these past projects, it's really been, uh, I, I do feel like with the confidence that he gives me, yeah. it's, uh, I've been able to take it head on. Yeah. I, I loved what you said about like, um, obviously doing all things through Christ who strengthens you, but also just like this help, like when we need God's help of like, mm. I'm reading through the Old Testament right now and in, I'm in mm. second Corinthians and it's talking about all these Kings and like oh, wow. all of them have this catch. Like, it's like, they did what was right in the sight of the Lord, except when blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> it, it, they always have like an Achilles heel. All of mm. them have some kind of weakness that prevents them from, you know, like pursuing God with their whole heart. That's what it talks about a lot. And I'm, I was reading in this wow. morning about this one King. I can't remember his name. It started with an A, I think. And at the mm. very last, the very last sentence of the chapter was like, blah, 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 pursued God with his whole heart until he became strong. And I Whoa. thought that was so interesting. And it kind of reminded me of what you said of just, mm. I think when we have that like holy, sacred neediness and just walking, being like, God, I need your help. I think that's yeah. when we are able to like pursue him. So I think that, yeah, I think that's the double-edged sword of like doing all things through him, knowing that you can yeah. do it with him, but knowing that like with him is the only way you can do it. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Totally. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Let me refresh. Let me, yeah. <laughs> let me reamp yeah. myself on some second Corinthians. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. So we know you did cats and the Broadway revival and Hamilton. So obviously we love ourselves some Andy Blank and Bueller. 
Um, <laughs> of course. And he, yes. like, I mean, if you know anything about his work, like for our, any of our listeners, like he is just the king of intentionality. You know, every single moment on stage meaning something. And it's all perfectly orchestrated and staged. And it's all symbolic and like for a mm-hmm. specific purpose. And I just... I, I think about like Romans 8:28 when it says God works all things together for those for the good of those who love him and mm. you know I can think of times where I in the moment missed what God <clears throat> was intentionally you know perfectly orchestrating in the happenings of my life for a specific purpose mm. and I couldn't see it until hindsight and so I don't know that's a really roundabout way of asking like how how has God intentionally showed up in your life in a way that maybe you couldn't see until post oh my goodness where do i even start with that question (laughs) oh wow how has he shown up it's been oh my goodness it's been some very hard lessons and it's i think okay so i'll tell you this when i was starting out in broadway i was really i was kind of really amped to begin these roles, these new roles. And I always wanted to get into acting. And even I didn't, but even before Cats, I was actually timid to do the audition because I didn't have any singing or acting chops. Had no training, had no formal training. Um, But I was still encouraged to do it and God willing guided me on this new path. Mm -hmm. Um, And in those roles, in Cats, I played the main villain, McCavity. And uh, I was, I enjoyed the role so very much. And I was able to really, you know, stretch my wings in a new way and have a lot of fun with it yeah same thing that happened with hamilton when i jumped to the um philip tour mm-hmm. i played a feature role named charles lee mm-hmm. and i still felt i was like oh my gosh i'm getting to do these roles and i feel like i'm getting a rhythm with you know some gaining some momentum mm-hmm. into the things i want to do in the future right cut to the lion king when i jumped to the lion king uh, back on broadway Mm-hmm. And it was not a feature role. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you are in a way a cog in this very big machine. Yeah. And you are still a part of the main, The you are still a special part. You are still a main part, but mm-hmm. it is a very minute part in, in reference to what I thought I was doing um, in those previous shows. Yeah. And it was a big humbling experience mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it's still... It's still being very humbling even now, but uh, I think God is showing up in that way because of this shutdown, because this job, um, Lion King is one of the staples of Broadway, and thankfully I will hopefully have a job when we come back, and they seem in the the talking, the conversations we've had with um, company management and the producers and such, it's been... um, very productive Mm -hmm. and uh, ups and downs for obvious reasons, but... I think he's shown up in that way to to bless me with this job that is very secure in their own right yeah. and um, in a way making me secure. Mm-hmm. So it's not it, it, there's a bigger picture behind what I want, and that's always a bigger lesson, mm-hmm. um, always a continuous lesson, if you will. Like I sometimes think when it comes to even what I want to do in the future and my destiny, I always say, Daniel, it's it's not about you. Mm. <laughs> even even though it's your destiny, even though it's your thing that God is giving you, it's really not about you. Yeah. It is about the you know, who the people you're serving. It's about the mm. actual what you're about to give to people, and um, it's always humbling, but it, it's much needed. Yeah, much needed in my life. So mm-hmm. I, I think in those ways he is showing up. Yeah, I think that like it's so funny because accepting or like embracing the reality of it's 
of it not being about us, I think is probably, at least for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but one of the hardest realities that I can (laughs) submit to to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think, Mm -hmm. but I think in like those times or in those moments when I actually do, it's so freeing because it takes so much of like, it takes so much of the, honestly, pressure off of me to orchestrate (laughs) like these things to happen. So yeah, that's really good. How long were you uh, with the Lion King? Oh, I was there. I mean, at least <laughs> before the shutdown, if the shutdown hadn't happened, it would have been a year by now. Okay. Uh, so it was last October. Yeah. Uh, um, last October, uh, was doing rehearsals and everything and dropped into that show. Yeah. Um, in like four weeks. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I love that show. Um, Thanks. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. So, okay. I want to talk about cats. Um, which is so funny because now I just realized like cats and then the Lion King. So like just a lot of feline energy happening on your resume. I love it. Okay. So, okay. I don't remember where I heard this and this might not even be true, but let's just pretend it is because it makes for a great question. So (laughs) when cats originally opened, like the original Broadway production, someone like asked Andrew Lloyd Webber, you know, what, you know, what is this show? Like, what does it represent? What does it symbolize and all this stuff? And I guess he just replied like, no, it's just a show about cats. And I just don't really, I don't know if I believe that that actually happened, but let's, let's talk about what in your heart and your spirit, Daniel, what is Mm -hmm. cats about? Yes. So that's an amazing question. (laughs) It is the eighth wonder of the world. Um, So, you know, when you're, when you're in, the, I guess when you don't really know what cats is until you're in it. Mm-hmm. I feel we. I've said that to my castmates and other people and other people before. When I completely understand how it is just about a show about cats, it literally like if you looked at that book of poems of cats that it's mm-hmm. based on, you would think this is nothing. There's yeah. no plot behind this. Is just stating facts of these different cats. Right. Um. So with that, for me. I have to literally make something up. I had to, when I'm literally thinking back, I had to make up a storyline. I had to make up themes yeah. that define the show just for my own sanity yeah. and my own, just to continue a through line. And so for me, it was a lot about community. Mm-hmm. It was a, a lot about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, there's, even with my character, um, I, I like to call him misunderstood, but he's just a rebellious child, mm. you know, he, and I, I have to make these different things in order to just keep my, um, let's see, just keep my, my, my plate fresh, just keep yeah. the, each show just fresh with, with intention. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a huge community on stage and we all love each other, mm. but except when it comes to Grizabella, which yeah. comes to like, how do, what's the reason for that? And then we mm. all, it's funny because we all make up our own separate stories and then mm. it comes together on stage. It's really cool. Yeah. But, um, at the end and we finally accept her and it's literally about possibly, I mean, possibly forgiveness, depending on which perspective you're thinking of, right. um, forgiveness and acceptance and, and, and honestly, uh, ascending into heaven into a heavenly realm and and finally um becoming what you truly are and yeah. it's a, a there's there's some themes that you could f- finesse mm-hmm. behind all of the madness right. um 
I, I can't say it's a solid through line, but, uh, but I, I do find those little moments of, yes, this is, I feel this coming through with these characters. Yeah. And if no one else gets that, that's, I, I, that's the unfortunate thing about it. But mm-hmm. for me and how I like to look at some stories, I would love to find some more meaning behind it mm-hmm. and um, even carry that into other shows that I, uh, that I do. Yeah, for sure. I always think it's funny when like author, not authors, playwrights, what am I saying? Like people who write the book and lyrics and like even in direction and in production, how so many shows and so many like extremely popular works like really do kind of low key tell the story of the gospel. And Uh, I think uh. one, I mean, obviously Hamilton has very overt like, themes of redemption and and forgiveness and all stuff and they and they'd like directly quote scripture but i think about in hamilton in that in there in that moment of in it's quiet uptown i could probably write a freaking dissertation on why hamilton just is the gospel of jesus christ but this moment in particular Uh is and i didn't notice it either because i saw the show in chicago and i was like sitting in the nosebleeds because your girl (laughs) did didn't want to like hey, $8, hey, hey i feel you. yeah <laughs> i would be there too just trust me so good so good but it was different seeing the movie when it came out of the stage production obviously on the fourth of july and right. i remember in in it's quiet uptown i was destroyed because mm. you know hamilton sings these lyrics he sings i don't or i know i don't deserve you eliza but hear me out that would be enough if I could spare his life, if I could trade his life for mine, he'd be standing mm. here right now and you would smile and that would be enough. And mm. first of all, just that in and of itself is like, golly, of this substitution mm. of like trading one's life mm. and like looking back. And then she responds with this moment. She says, you know, there are moments that the words don't reach. There's grace too powerful to name. And then she Ugh, okay and then my favorite moment this is when i started Destroy. weeping we're like with a group mm. of people watching this and then <laughs> of course the moment she extends her hand and he like mm-hmm. receives it and then everyone sings mm-hmm. forgiveness can you imagine yeah. yes yes and in the movie i mean of course i couldn't see it from the nosebleeds of the chicago cibc theater but you know captured mm-hmm. it's just like hamilton weeping you know, like receiving yeah. forgiveness. And she's so yes. strong in that moment. I mean, of course, yes. that's like a oh choice different. But yes. gosh, I don't know. I just feel like this is mm-hmm. us, you know, constantly yes. like broken. And mm-hmm. and the res- like on the receiving end where God is constantly like putting out his hand and we are oh grabbing like, oh, that's forgiveness. Sorry, I'm, I don't know why I'm like going on and on. But gosh, no, I just please, can't please. help it but is, it, think about that. It's it. It's like destroys me every time I listen to this yes. song. I um, I remember being on stage a lot and, oh wait, no, I was not in front of them. I was behind them. Mm. Uh, and I couldn't, it, it's those moments that, you know, we all go through our, our very big mistakes. There are mm-hmm. so many mistakes that we all go through, but God is so compassionate with us. Mm-hmm. God, it is and it is undeserving. It is yeah. my goodness. It, or at least it feels under his grace feels undeserved. And it, yeah. it, it is. Um, and, but when it, he does extend, it's like, how could you, it's that moment on the boat with um, Simon Peter, mm. with God, he, he literally falls down. God, like, 
go go away from me. I don't I don't deserve yeah. I don't deserve you. I I doubted you. I I all this this and that. And he's still compassionate. He's yeah. still yes, come. It's all right. Just yeah. come. Yeah. And I it is it's one of those moments. It speaks. Oh, it speaks volumes. It yeah. speaks so many things into our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm guessing we're feeding into God and Hamilton and yeah. um, uh, Kevin Kevin Cloud's amazing uh, book. Yeah, I haven't yeah. even gotten through that whole thing. I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the first part of the book, he was talking about Hamilton and he was talking about how he's, I mean, the Bible is a very, the st- these stories are very, very dark. It, yeah. it gets very complex and complicated and very 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 twist and turny and he talks about how hamilton's life speaks to that and how god can still use can still use you even when you don't feel that you deserve to be used yeah and i've even felt that way at times and 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 when he extends that grace like she extends her hand it is like Mm -hmm. uh you 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 can't you can't do anything but weep right you can't do anything but weep yeah Um, so yeah a beautiful moment you you speak about yeah absolutely it's so good i i also think to your point of um like god can use us i i think about even just the first first words that are even like uttered in hamilton wait is this correct are these the first words Mm -hmm. how does a bastard orphan son of a whore and a scotsman are those the first words Yes. Okay, that's the first words in the whole show, right? And yes. <laughs> the first thing we hear about Hamilton is like where he came from, uh-huh. you know. And I and I think yeah. about you know the parts of the Bible that you would read as a kid, and it was just like listing names, and you were like, ah, I'll skip it. Yeah, literally go over, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> go over our heads, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, but I I had I can't remember if I read this or someone said this to me of just like the reason why they list all of that is because it's showing you the line of like where Jesus came from. And it's showing mm. you the list of the names of like these people oh, yes. who made yes, mistakes, yes, yes. you know? And so mm-hmm. even just the first lines of us knowing, like we were going to get to hear Hamilton's story, but the first things we hear about him, bastard, orphan, you know, son of a whore mm. and a Scotsman, and who was just kind of disregarded. So yep. gosh, I mean, yeah. I haven't read um, God and Hamilton either, but I, it's on my Christmas list. So I'm excited oh, to amazing. read it. Um, okay. Yes. So on and on about Hamilton. So honestly, wow. When you are kind of like what we were talking about earlier, when you are kind of in this posture of learning about like his character and himself and his intentionality, like in these projects with Cats and Hamilton, like mm-hmm. and Lion King, mm-hmm. is are those things that you feel like you're looking for, or is it kind of like you know, just wow. in your everyday like pursuit of the Lord, he's like, Oh, by the way, when you're doing mm-hmm. this dance move today, it's gonna you're gonna like the meaning is going to fall fresh on you or is that uh, like a real time thing that's an amazing question wow mm. uh, that's a fantastic question I've never <laughs> asked that. Okay. wow um i would say i mean oh my goodness i would say it's i i'd say yes um mm. kevin uh kevin cloud and i the author of god of him so we have we've come become good friends yeah and he's come out to the tour every once in a while wow. uh, when i was when i was touring and he gave me a copy of his book and it's amazing um and he told me once he was like when you go on that stage it is it is holy ground it mm-hmm. is really like god has blessed you with this stage to perform and tell this story yeah and it it hit me a couple of times after he said that a mm-hmm. couple of shows down the line and i i think it was during the moment that comes to mind is Yorktown. Mm-hmm. And there's this moment where even Andy, um, Andy Blankenview, the choreographer, it was during rehearsals or doing a correction rehearsal. 
um, when he came out to the tour to um, give us directions. <laughs> and we were saluting and doing this um, little pony step. And the salute from our from the brim of the from the brim of our uh, what's it called my <laughs> eyelid no eyelid what's it called eyebrow excuse me it goes from the salute into a fist mm. and then we draw that fist across our foreheads and he says when you do that it is every single thought your whole life flashing before your eyes in a way before you go into war it's your family it's all the things you've accumulated all the things that you've been blessed with you're thinking about all of that before you go into this war fighting for your lives fighting for freedom and i got I've had so many goosebumps throughout that moment because of mm-hmm. both of those statements, both Kevin's and Andy's. Mm-hmm. And each time it, it just gets deeper for you, especially those moments of, of forgiveness. And each mm-hmm. time it really is like, I think God is, God surprised me. Mm-hmm. And I, I would rather it that way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When God surprises you, like, I'm, I'm like, go ahead, you yeah. <laughs> show out, honestly, yeah. do your thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if, I, I can't say I'm looking for it. I don't know what to expect when I go into these shows. Right. Um, it, I really, it's not, it, it is obviously not just a paycheck. Obviously mm-hmm. I love this art form and I love, I kind of fell into this Broadway musical theater art form. Right. And so I'm just taking it as it is, just taking whatever blessing comes. But when he, God goes above and beyond, and uh, obviously. And mm-hmm. in these shows, I'm like, wow, this is, I mean, this is, this is biblical. This is spiritual. This is, this speaks to me. I remember being in the audition for Hamilton and I had never had a more like fiery, more fun experience than doing that audition. It was crazy. We were doing uh, my shot and it was just like right out the gate. We were going for it. And it was like, I have never heard music like this. Yeah. One, I've never felt that powerful with choreography yeah. before. And it was like, oh my goodness, God, like, I'm, come on. Like, yeah. I really want this. And yeah. um, he, he blessed me with it. And so he, he, he's showing up, but it's always a surprise. And yeah. I, I, I hope he keeps doing that. And I, I, I prefer it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I can't say I'm looking for it, but he is surprising me with it. Yeah. That's so cool. I also think it's so cool how you talk about the process and and the way that you were taught the choreography because it seems like well and obviously is is it true that like for someone who has had such a such a deep and like rich dance background is it helpful mm-hmm. for you to be taught choreography with such metaphor like not just like I feel like cuz it could be easy to be like okay so this fist goes like this and it should and I feel like in, in saying this should be every thought that you've ever had before going into war, uh, that it, it like yields, I guess, quote unquote, a certain result. But instead of uh, asking for the result, you're you're providing like the meaning behind it. So for a, as uh, as a dancer, you know, as somebody who you like live so spiritually, probably in your body, like, is that the way that you prefer to approach these roles? Wow. Um I think ever since that show, I do now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he gave me in doing that. He gave me a lot more meaning to mm-hmm. how I how I use my instrument, and yeah. it it was a huge step up. It was a huge like elevation of like wow, someone thinks this hard about mm-hmm. each and every step. Even the audience doesn't even know that it's about that. The audience would never. I mean, hopefully they would, but like the audience could 
possibly never guessed that that fist across the forehead had that much right. meaning behind it. Right. But he gives us that meaning, mm-hmm. and I will just I will take that. Um, oh, yeah. And that I think that's a huge difference because I'm I remember I remember I was at USC and this other graduating dancer she said it's more about the process for me than the product, mm-hmm. and I thought that was the. <laughs> I thought that was the most ludicrous answer I've ever heard <laughs> because I was like, what's the point then? I was literally yelling in my head, you know, what's the point? You're like putting it on stage. Um, right. But I think it, it takes on a new meaning for me because the audience doesn't understand that product. They don't mm-hmm. understand that part, that that movement. They wouldn't understand all the meaning behind it, but the process of getting us to where we needed to perform, mm-hmm. that was that was new for me. And right. Andy really dives into that Andy really knows how to talk to you and he knows how to create in those ways right. and um I was very it really like I said it really much elevated my respect for choreography and really elevated my respect for storytelling through dance mm. and I I think I will forever be looking for that kind of depth yeah in each and every project now yeah it's like once you have it you just don't want to let it go absolutely absolutely that's so true okay I want to ask you, we've, it's interesting how the theme of this episode has kind of been in forgiveness. Like we talked about forgiveness, forgiveness as being a huge part of cats for you and, and in Hamilton. And I, and again, like I think of those lyrics of when Hamilton says, or Hamilton says, I know I don't deserve you. (laughs) Yeah. He says, hear me out. And I, I think that maybe it's so weird because forgiveness, forgiveness is essentially like the crux of the gospel, you know, like we are forgiven. Mm-hmm. And he says, my mm-hmm. grace is sufficient for you, you know? And I think, mm-hmm. gosh, I just, I can't help but feel like with all, gosh, like all that is going on in our world and all that is going on in like the hearts of our generation and the generations before us and after us. And just like the tense and gosh, just like, anticipatory time we just came out of with the the election and all this stuff like yes I don't I don't even know if I can say I I could even describe forgiveness accurately or or like Mm. in a way that firmly represents the gospel because I think sometimes we're so okay I keep saying we I'm just gonna say me like no 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 (laughs) it is it it is so hard to receive forgiveness as a gift because I think that Mm -hmm. it is so it it revolves so much around like what we deserve and what we don't deserve and I think that's why the moment in Hamilton is so is is so powerful because I think that there's probably a, a little part of us that's like you know, like, screw him, Eliza, like, he doesn't deserve you, like, run away, like, go find someone else. But then like her choice to extend forgiveness as a gift. I don't even know if we can wrap our minds around that. So I don't know, I kind of want to know, like, what is, what does forgiveness even look like? Wow. Yeah, I I could ask the same question. And yeah. it's, and it's those moments that you it really, you know, in scripture says, Though I take you through deep waters, I will be with you. Mm. And the these are some deep waters. Mm. And we like it is. I I was saying that to myself the other day. God, you are just you are taking me through some deep waters mm-hmm. intentionally too. Mm-hmm. Intentionally too. You know, our, our faith is being tested. Our mm-hmm. our resolve, our threshold is being tested. And mm-hmm. it's 
it's an, an amazing thing, but you you don't realize it's a test until you like right. really step back. Yeah, you can't even. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is what is all this happening? What is you know? Yeah. As soon as the pandemic happened and, yeah. and all this, oh my gosh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. It was it was chaos, yeah. and it was I I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around it. But right. it, it's it, in that moment, it's a test. Yeah, and I couldn't it whatever kind of test it is. I can't put my put put my tongue on that yeah. but i it is it is a kind of test and yeah. uh but going back to the forgiveness i was thinking about um in in god and hamilton there was there was something that and there's something he said in the beginning and forgive me kevin if i if <laughs> i butcher this but he was talking about um hamilton and he was saying how hamilton was not it's hard to say that oh, someone is a good person Sure. It's it's hard to, because everyone has their faults, everyone has their you know has has their mistakes, and some some deem that unforgivable. But it's looking past that; it's actually overcoming those things and still being a servant of God, mm-hmm. still being used by God. Mm-hmm. That makes you a great person. Yeah. And I thought that is such a hard thing, especially nowadays, to mm-hmm. to come across and to understand and to even fully accept because. We are an unforgiving people. Yeah. We are, we are, you know, and that's just what it's come to yeah. with the consequence of so many, so many terrible things happening in the world and so many, you know, so many different factors that have played into it. Yeah. But we have become that kind of people right yeah. now. And forgiveness is, mm, uh, how do you even move how do you move forward in it? Yeah. Even, even, even if you were forgiven, even if you forgive, even if you're given yourself, yeah. how do I even move forward? How do my actions constitute that I've learned better, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't know how to, I can't know how to like answer that. Yeah. Um, but I think the show gives us a show like Hamilton gives us a great example yeah. of, how we can be forgiven, how we, yeah. how those who, who really know you and love you like God, how who really knew you before you were even born mm-hmm. knows and can empathize and can be compassionate towards you. Yeah. Even, even though it's undeserved, even though it is right. It, it, you, you, you're in such a deep place. He is still saying, come, mm-hmm. he is still saying, take my hand. And that is, it, it takes you deeper. Yeah. It's the deeper waters that he's trying to, help us understand and i we don't see it a lot we i mean you know in especially when it comes to the world yeah but with i mean individually i i hope i just always hope people turn to god i I always hope people do it you know i can't that's that's the thing i can't no one's trying to (laughs) i'm never trying to whenever i talk about god to others i'm never trying to force it upon them right never trying to you know it is a he stands at the door. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, it's not coming at you with a fist. It's actually right. just stepping back and having open arms to, so that you can come to him with a hug. Right. You know, it's not, it's, it's, it's sometimes I, I feel that the, the pursuit is a misunderstanding, mm. but it is, it is no, just come no matter what, yeah. no matter what scripture says, nothing in all creation can separate us from the mm. love of our God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing in all creation yeah. Like nothing. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. That's a, that's the good news. Wow. And if, if someone, I always want people to, to, to grapple with that, really think about that. I always, yeah. whenever I get into very deep conversations and I go on my, my tangents and my rants, I just always like, 
it's a hug, yeah. you guys. It's a he stands at the door. He's just waiting. Yeah. Even even though even no matter what, yeah. he wiped the slate clean. Yeah. And just just come. And yeah. that's that that's and that's the forgiveness that you know we have examples in our own lives and then in these beautiful shows that are able to to bring those forth yeah. and i i think that's a great thing i think that's an amazing thing and it, it it's it it really shows and that's why you know we're weeping yeah. by that time they hit that note of forgiveness mm-hmm. um because we don't receive that a lot or we don't believe we can receive that a lot right um but yeah I don't know if I even got to the actual uh, question, the answer. No, that's but, so good. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I, I love when a show can move people like that in, in those kinds of ways, because yeah. it is, it is so, it, it's godly. It's yeah. really like what Eliza does in that moment, mm-hmm. even if it is a fictional version of her character, even if it is, but it is showing that is showing godly character of forgiveness. Yeah. It is it really is in compassion and empathy. And that's who that's who we are as 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 godly people. That's who we yeah. are. Yeah. Um and I like and what I, you I said love, too about um like gosh, it's just like that it is just something to receive with his arms like open wide. And I think that that even it strengthens it strengthens it even more of like uh, I talked like about, okay. I also think that I said earlier in the episode that I'm reading through the old Testament. And then I said, second Corinthians, which is just simply incorrect. <laughs> second Chronicles <laughs> is what I'm oh, reading. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. That's just so wrong. Um, yeah. Second Chronicles <laughs> is where I'm reading about these Kings. Amazing. Um, Amazing. But like, I, I think it's interesting that like in these Holy scriptures, like in what we like base our lives on, he doesn't leave out the fact that these these people were flawed like he does not leave it out and you know and it's just like the receiving of it's like forgiveness as a gift and like that we don't have to i love what you said about like at the end of the day i can i can like pitch quote unquote this to anybody all day long but at the end of the day like i'm not I always think that I'm, I always get nervous that me talking about my faith is like low key me, like an MLM of like, I'm trying to sell somebody like a $90 like lip gloss. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm like, Oh yeah. Like this is something that's really worked for me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, no. This is like the transformation of my life. Like Mm -hmm. this is the entirety of who I, who I hope to be also. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like, I think that, but I do think that we buy into this thing of like, well, I don't, I don't know if people will want it. Like, I don't know if people will like want to receive the gift. So I'm not even going to offer it or I'm not even going to say right. that it's offered. Same. Um, Same. Gosh, but that's something that is just like, I'm reading through Psalms and it's like, I will sing of your praises. Like I will boast of who you are. And mm. I just think that mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, it is up to me to give like a perfectly worded pitch of Jesus to people when I, uh. I don't trust that like he can do the work himself. Um, yeah, I don't know where that came from. Mostly probably just wanted to tell people that I know that Corinthians is not in the Old Testament, but, um, (laughs) let me correct myself. (laughs) Yeah. Just like go back a little bit. Um, okay. I totally feel you. Totally feel you on that. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. I love that. We, I love that we talked about, okay. Last thing I want to chat about is your web series that is, is it now out? I just watched the trailer. 
Yes, okay. there are a couple episodes that out. We've done three episodes now. Okay. Sunday is the fourth. And you, okay, tell me exactly how you are involved in this. Are you the writer? Mm-mm. So my buddy, Sherrod Williams, yes, yes, we yes. actually did Cats together. Oh, wow. Um, along, with, uh, along with our um, director of photography, Giuseppe Basilio, we were all in Cats together. Yeah. And Sherrod and I, way back in, I think, January, February, I believe, um, were bouncing our scripts off of each other because mm. I'm also a screenwriter. And I was having him look at my writing and he was having me look at his and he was actually starting another show um a longer show than this web series uh that he wanted to just put together and i don't know self-produce or bring it to a network and whatnot yeah um and then when the pandemic happened over the summer he thought to just break it down to a smaller scale mm-hmm. and make it into a web series yeah. and that turned into neighbors and then yeah. he i was working on a project that I was going to, I was working on my own uh, YouTube channel in a way that wasn't like my own, like, you know, I, I, it, it, was, it was it was something on the side, but I was going to be directing the, the, the project. Mm. And I was telling him about it. And he was like, well, do you want to just come direct this web series? Ah. And I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think that anyone, I didn't think I'd be directing. It's the same thing. It's funny. It's the same thing that happened with Broadway. I didn't wow. think it'd be happening this early. Wow. And I yeah. didn't think that like someone wants me to direct. I don't even know. Like I thought that was way down the line. Yeah. But um he asked me to undirect the web series and literally we he put that thing together over the summer into the fall and we started shooting it in September, October, I believe. Yeah. The whole, like a, a two about two and a half weeks. Yeah. And now the episodes are coming out. We are they are we are slaving away trying to more so him and uh, Giuseppe because they have to they have the real um, weight of all the editing of everything mm-hmm. we shot but mm-hmm. uh, we are they are slaving away to put this together yeah. and uh, that's how it came about and yeah. Um, yeah it was a super fun time that's so cool I watched the trailer for it and I was so excited to see that there was a any depiction of New York that is actually accurate I was like oh wait this this really <laughs> is like these apartments really do look like how my apart my friend's apartments look and it's not like Honestly, friends yeah. we were like in a three million dollar penthouse and they're like i'm a chef um oh my gosh but Ow. i love that so okay so how can our listeners first of all you rock thank you so much oh, for coming on the show you rock you this oh was such gosh. a fun conversation um likewise likewise how can our listeners keep up with you or I don't know. Yeah. Keep keeping inspired by your story. Oh well, um, I'm on Instagram, Daniel Gaiman, D A N I E L G A Y M O N. I don't think there are many Daniel Gaimans in the world, so mm. I think it'll be easy to find me. Yeah. Um, I'm also on Twitter. You can search that same name. Um, okay. or my Twitter handle is D N L G Y M N. It's my name without the vowels. Nice. Ooh, uh, fancy. It, it's, it's it's I know it was like <laughs> there are some bands like uh, this guy named Subtract. Ooh. And uh, I forget how I came up with it, but I thought, oh, it'd be cool to just have it without vowels. Whatever. I love it. Um, it's yeah. And what else? Uh, I think that's it for 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 there. Yeah. Facebook is uh, for me. It's just non-existent. I'm not even on there. Eh. It's just for family things. I love it. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's that's how you can find me and then keep up with my endeavors okay. and uh, my random rants and posts. Yes. <laughs> oh, we love random rants and posts. We're so, yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and also just for anyone listening, Daniel and I referred a lot to a book called God and Hamilton. 
Um, and there's a podcast that also is connected to it by the same author. So, and Daniel was featured yes. on one of the episodes. So definitely hit that yes. up if you're like a book nerd, like uh, clearly we are, or just a Hamilton nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah. like one of the resources that we mentioned a lot. Also, friends, I really do know the difference between Chronicles and Corinthians, but you can go ahead and slide into my DMs if you don't believe me. Um, amazing. Well, Daniel, you are just a joy and we loved having you on the show and we will hopefully talk to you again soon absolutely emma thank you so much for having me this was like this is really it brightened my morning honestly this is really cool i love talking about these subjects so thank you so much for having me oh of course it was our pleasure we'll see you next time bye guys thanks so much for listening to this episode of the narrow way to broadway podcast we release new episodes every monday If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe, share with your friends, and you can follow us on Instagram at InWayBWay. We'll see you next week.